Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Dr. Carol Francis Talk Radio Show. Let's make life happen together with authors, scientists, researchers, both inside the box and outside the box of understanding so that you can live a life full of your success curiosity, enjoyment, happiness, and richness of life in every respect. Let's go beyond our limits, and let's help others go beyond their limits as well. Welcome. Just as a way of being able to collect different ideas into one consolidated 15 minutes, I wanted to share with you four wonderful interviews that are available for you to listen to in full, and just recognize that the complications you're going through in life are shared by many, you are not alone. And so to kind of cover the gamut, I wanted to talk for a moment about Erica McKenzie's wonderful book that relates to eating disorders and also has an amazing life and near-death experience and death and all sorts of different coping complications that have occurred in her life because she basically was dying to fit in by way of making herself skinnier skinnier and skinnier and skinnier. It's a wonderful interview and a great book, and the link is included in the description of the show. Secondly, I wanted to discuss with you that are concerned about the droughts that are going on, especially in Southern California or the Midwest or the Southwest, but actually uh, in many locations, while simultaneously some locations like Houston are flooded completely in an abhorrently sad situation where people have died and many have lost their homes. So how do we cope with these natural disasters or complications that we really have minimal amount of control in? I know the scientists are producing all sorts of manipulations that might assist or not, uh, but what do we do to respond to the natural disasters of life? And that discussion on a very pragmatic level is discussed on a show talking about coping with pervasive drought that's again linked uh, below on the show description that talks about practical ways of dealing with your yards and your potential fire hazards and going brown or keeping yourself green in a healthy sort of way that also works for the financials of paying for money to water your yard. Dan Millman is a favorite author of mine. He's famous for The Way of the Peaceful Warrior, but has discussed living a purposeful life in his book, Living Embracing Life's Purposes. And he is keenly capable of giving you all the dimensions of living life on a physical level since he is a world-renowned athlete. He continues to be physically amazingly fit, even though he's in his 70s, I say even though, because most individuals let their bodies go by the way. He does not, and he helps you, and he has a wonderful program that assists in that regard. So this interview, again, is linked in the description below so that you can hear Dan's wonderful uh, interview with me that will give you all sorts of what ways of 
moving forward in your life, no matter what phase of life you're in, in your 20s, your 30s, your 40s, your 70s, all the way along the gamut, to really explore what your current purpose of life is. And that gives such a great feeling of whew, relief or wow, or oh, at least I know my direction. And also dealing with abuse and abusive relationships, whether it's physical abuse or verbal abuse, is an essential topic as well because too many people are in abusive relationships that are either with their spouse or their parent or their boss. And many, of course, are in abusive relationships with their government. Um, it, I would say that ISIS is trying to definitely um, put the entire world under its reign of abuse and terror and fear. And this is something, how do we extricate ourselves from? Again, the link for that discussion, which is my assist to you directly, is also in the program description below. So let's talk about eating disorders at the upset of this. Again, this is going to be quick, and you're going to take in the coaching of the following to heart so that you can look at your eating disorders and say, what am I doing? First off is to form a really loving relationship with your physical body. If you've been subjected to any sort of abuse, which gets us to our fourth topic, your relationship with your body may be associated with a lot of self-rejection and dissociation. And dissociation is a wonderful, wonderful tool for moving away from the impact of people who have been horrible to you mentally, verbally, and physically. Unfortunately, when it's no longer necessary to move away from yourself and move away from the impact of that trauma, you are still using dissociative processes. And you may be using food as a way of reconnecting with your body and your body's pleasure centers, especially if you're eating foods that are very pleasurable. So now if that would apply to bulimia or overeating or uh, those sorts of complications. Anorexia is more about I'm going to have control over something in my life. And usually when control issues with a parent is quite apparent, and excuse the pun there, so that it's a way no one can really force you to eat. No matter what, you can throw it up, you can avoid it, you can hide the food, you can throw the food away, you can say you've eaten and that you're full, um, or you can say you have stomach aches, it's complicated, and all sorts of ways you don't have to eat, no one forces you to eat. And for people who are overeaters, that's probably a very important thing to realize is no one's forcing you to eat except for yourself where people who are suffering from anorexia typically are exerting, one, their wonderful ability to contain their hungers and to say no to themselves. And there is a point in being able to say, no, I'm not going to do this because it's not in my best interest. That going over the line and saying, no, I'm not going to do this because I am going to master and be in control and I can be skinny and everybody can admire me, which is especially true in the metropolitan areas around the world where eating disorders are replete. I was so glad when Paris and the fashion industry said that they would absolutely not accept models who were under a certain BMI, a certain body mass index, and that would require that they would not be parading an anorexic body nor a self-betrayal body, both in their magazines and in their fashion runs. So glad that we have comedians, and you know who, that are great about talking about body image complications 
and at the same time, Vogue desperately trying to make plus sizes know that they're beautiful and appreciated, but in an awkward way, knowing that they come from a culture of skinny, thin as beauty. So we're, we're shifting into health. And that's what I want you to do is to have this wonderful relationship with yourself and your physical body where you look at your physical body and say, you know, you and I are partnering through this life. And I know that you go through lots of changes, and I do too. And you really are dependent on me to keep you. You're like, you're like my infant, so to speak. You're completely 100% dependent on whether I exercise, sleep, eat, I'm happy. And those things impact you, my dear, lovely body. You can look at your body as a chemical factory and know that this chemical factory is nothing more than what you refuse to put in it or what you do put in it in a positive or negative sort of way. So the time, the attention, the love that you give your body is going to be reflected in your body's well-being. And now that we can look at skinny as not being the source of beauty necessarily, unless the skinny is natural um, and healthy, we can look at instead whatever is healthy for you and having that be the wonderful goal. Clearly, if your healthiness is the plus sizes, it's a tough go out there with people deciding that that must mean that you're abusing your body by overeating or under exercising and they may not simply understand and know that is healthy for you you're energetic you're mobile you can move your joints feel comfortable your freedom feels comfortable your disposition is happy you feel alert your intelligence is activated at the right time that's a sign that you're healthy and people will judge. And unfortunately, dealing with that people will judge gets us to the topic of abusive relationships. So even though I'm going to deal with that a little later in this program, let's do it right now. You can be abusive to yourself. Let's just admit that. And one way you can be abusive to yourself is to keep yourself engaged in abusive relationships. And the very mindset that there are going to be people who judge us, absolutely, 100% know that. And those people probably do a lot of self-judgments as well, but you're not involved in trying to remedy their psychological complications. But at the same time, you also don't want to get entangled in their psychological complications where they self-abuse and then they go around and judge others as a way of trying to make themselves feel okay or superior or whatever their deal is. So that to move outside of someone else's judgment or someone else's verbal condescension Sending, yelling, screaming, startling, terrifying, or threatening. To move away from that is an act of self-love. And if you're having difficulty with that idea of really appreciating you, knowing that you have merit and that you're important, and there's something about you that you need to give the world, and there's something about you you need to give you, if you don't embrace that, it is really hard to connect with people who want to embrace those parts of you. So I want you just for a moment to imagine being in relationships, not where you're pandered to or every want you, you have is given to you, but that there's this over-pervasive feeling of that they respect you and you respect them, that they don't aim to hurt you, although sometimes they might. Uh, just by a careless word or they said something that they didn't intend and nonetheless you thought it intended something else and you got hurt. Well, those are very different than people who actually exert on you some sort of control, threat, intimidation, fear, or making you feel too weak, too unloving, too unlovable, too inadequate and unsuccessful. It's those individuals you move away from. I'm not talking about a moment here and there in all relationships. I'm talking about it 
absolute pattern where you need to find yourself maybe alone for a while while you adjust to your own sense of not being willing to be harmed. Well, the drought is upon us for whatever reasons, because we've changed our position in the Milky Way universe, because we are, the poles are shifting on the planet, which apparently is being more and more evidenced uh, because of the misuse of our environmental resources. And probably all of these and other things as well could move us into recognizing that our environment around us physically is changing. And one thing as a psychologist, I want you to recognize that as water is less evidently present in your environment, you will notice that your emotions may change and shift as well. You may find that your temper flashes faster, that you are more aggravated and irritable and frustratable than you would be otherwise. So the idea of hydrating your body by way of fruits and vegetables and liquids and not dehydrating your body unnecessarily by way of foods and you know, such as sugars, um, breads, and coffees, caffeine, these things dehydrate your body. You want to make sure that the planet calls your body is not necessarily in sync with the dehydration that's going on around you environmentally. The second thing to be aware of is keep plants around you and protect them with the waters that are available to you because those plants are producing the oxygen you need and, of course, you produce the carbon dioxide that they need to survive. The synergistic relationship is not to be taken for granted. And since I know that being around green and plants and moisture for many people affects their disposition and their sense of comfort with themselves and others, that you need to know that this drought is not just about going brown with your grass. Wonderful tools that are available on the program that's provided for you for the link there gives you some hints as to how to keep plants around you alive and happy and so that you can thrive and so that your yard can thrive as well. So this is just an introduction so that you have the opportunity to move forward in all these different dimensions and listen to these four programs as well. Thanks for joining us. This is rather an odd and unusual approach to life today in terms of seeing everything or many things, let's say. And I wish you the very best. Have a fantastic day flowing forward. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? 
In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.